The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the final day of the National Ploughing Championships takes place today at Rathaniska in County Leash. Many issues have been teased out and debated by farmers who were there. And one of the most concerning things for those involved in agriculture is the drop-off in the numbers of full-time farmers. Our reporter, Josh Crosby, has been out mixing it in the mud and looking ahead at the future of farming in Ireland. There's around 70% of young farmers that are double jobbing at the moment. Loads of people that have walked past me are all wearing agricultural jackets from different uh, universities and colleges and it's very promising. It's just I hope that it's promising enough for them to stay at home and to actually fulfil the farm and the job that the farm needs to survive in the business and how that will work over the next few years will be interesting to see how it pans out. Stephanie Blewett is the National Secretary of Macra Nefirma, an organisation working to improve standards and conditions for young farmers. Children tend to be the most enthusiastic on a farm, but when it comes to taking over the job, do young people see it as a viable option? Dairy farming, do like a good few days a week, like yeah. after school maybe. And will you stay at it now when you finish school? I don't know, I want to do something like to do agriculture anyway. Like I have an interest in it, but I don't know if it's going to be dairy farming now. Why do you feel that you couldn't solely focus on farming? Probably when I'm older, like maybe. Not when I'm like kind of young before, like younger than 30, because it's hard enough. I want to go travel around a bit. So if you're a dairy farmer, you kind of have to be there every day of the week. My name is Carrie Ryan and I'm 13 years old and we have beef and sheep. And what do you enjoy about the farm yourself? Um, helping my dad and looking at all the animals. And could you see yourself staying involved in farming now as you grow up and go through school? Yes, yeah. I can. Even expanding the farm even more? Yeah, on horses. Cows and horses? Yeah, and yeah. sheep. For those who are at the age of working the farm, they say there are too many obstacles to make a decent profit from the time and effort put into the land. It's only a hobby farm really, only a small farm home, maybe 25 acres is all. So you have to have a second source of income coming in? I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think would encourage you to stay on the land and increase the size of the farm even? I don't know if I'd ever increase because there's not enough money in it. Like, if the father's doing it at the moment, like, it doesn't really make him, like, if you break down the way he makes, like, the hours he puts into it, and when he makes out of it, it's just, it wouldn't be worth it, like, financially. So he'd only really be doing it if he loved it. And when you were doing your leaving cert, it wasn't a consideration to go at it full time or anything? Oh, no, I couldn't, no, no, no. And even if I wanted to expand it, like, I would never see how you make enough money back on your investment, like, so it wouldn't be something I'd ever try to do full time. I find myself that the biggest problem to Irish farming in the country at the moment is the politics. It is unhandleable at the moment, the way things are going. And yeah. has it ever made you consider even leaving farming? Oh, I probably will, I'd say, if it stays going the way it's going, yeah. At least at all. That's probably the best thing to do. That's the most money is out of it at the moment. So. Why, just no profit to be made? No, just give it to the dairy lads and just enjoy your life. That's all. Less stress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I think, anyway. Back at the Mochran Firma stand, Stephanie Blewett tells me about her own challenges, trying to expand her farm. Over the last few years, myself and my partner, we've been trying to get access to land and it's proving very difficult. I suppose we're kind of in the minority that we're not actually looking for dairy land. We are hoping to go into beef and tillage and it's just not something that's open for us at the moment. There's a figure out there that Mokra have promoted over the last few months that 1 in 16 are under the age of 35. The average age of a farmer is 58. You and your partner come from farms? Yeah. But you're wanting to expand, you're looking to lease land, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And what are the obstacles there? 
it's just not there. They're not making any more land. The farmers that are there, they're just, they don't want to hand it over to a young person. I don't think they think that we're skilled enough. And I suppose it's just the old saying that the farm will die with the farmer rather than be passed on to the next generation. Okay, so farmers themselves need to work together, I suppose, yeah. and to help the young farmer come up. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's a massive barrier at the moment. And hopefully with our pre-budget submission that they'll listen to us and look at it and hopefully put some plans in place for us. One aspect of working life that can poach younger generations away from the farm is the manual labour. With higher wages for less physically demanding work, technologies and solutions are being developed to try and improve the quality of life for farmers. I met with some of those selling and inquiring at the Enterprise Ireland Innovation Arena. Hi, my name is Martin Kavanagh. I'm the Business Development Manager with Munster Bovine based in Mallow. We're uh, an AI and milk recording company. Uh, we hear a lot about AI in all sectors. Yep. Talk to me now about farming and agriculture. Where are we at with that now at the moment? Yeah, I mean, if, if we really look at the strides that agriculture, particularly dairy farming, has made in Ireland in the last 10 years, there's been a phenomenal change and it's a huge pace of change. And that's brought with us a lot of innovation. And also it's brought in a huge amount of what regulation data and information on farms. And sourcing that data, what does it allow you to do now with this app? So we have the FarmOps app and the main driver for us here is taking the farmer's data, converting that into useful information so that a farmer can make some decisions based on that. If a farmer gets a milk recording done, he's a wealth of information coming from that milk recording. The purpose of FarmOps is we take that information, we interpret it and turn it into decisions for him. For example, cows at high cell count, we tell him, okay, this is the list, these are the cows that are worthy of treatment or not worthy of treatment. But the other side of it is then do we take things like the breeding data and we convert that into real-time metrics during the breeding season so a farmer can see how his breeding season is actually progressing in real time. Hi, yeah, yeah, Barry Finnegan is my name. I'm CEO of Level Logics. We're based in Oldcastle. We specialise in taking the levels of silos using our bespoke sensors. We manufacture, we've designed the sensor in Ireland. It's a totally Irish product. The key problem we're solving, farmers and millers and everyone else that has a silo not knowing what's in their silo. They're tapping it or they're looking at glasses that are fogged up and it just so happens we've Peter. Peter Reynolds is a great, he's a customer of ours. He has the system. We're just a dairy farmer home now. And, ha- um, and how does it work? So like we have the phone here now in front of us. So. If you're sitting at home, on the couch, yeah. around the kitchen table, you can literally go on and... But this just gives you a text there, and say there's five tonne left in the bin. So our bin about 26 tonnes, so you can just order 20 tonne there. More and more of this technology at the tap of a button on your phone, and yeah. you see more and more of that coming oh, in? More of that coming in, yeah, sure. As you know, it's very hard to get labour at the moment, and you kind of, like, you need to be in control, control of everything too, and you can't, can't be keeping an eye off things either, so it's good to have everything on your fingertips on the phone, so... You don't even have to order the feed? No, you don't even have to order it. <laughs> Someone so, from the clouds is doing it. Yeah, someone, that's, that's the way it's gone at the moment. Not far from the new inventions and software for farmers, I met with the president of Engineers Ireland, Dr Edmund Harty, to find out what is coming down the line for the future of farming in Ireland. Engineering is absolutely critical for agriculture because, look, agriculture uh, needs practical solutions to everyday problems. That's something that engineers are actually very good about. And if you look, uh, sustainability is the new currency in agriculture. You know, there's a number of different challenges. Engineers are all about solving challenges. So if you think about robotics in milking, in, uh, you know, harvesting crops, in areas like that, if you think about mobile apps, if you think about weather, climate, all these types of things. And then how do we deal with climate change? How do we deal with the variability? And that's where engineering and digital and all that comes in. Look, in terms of AI, and if you think of the last 12 months in engineering, we've talked about chat GPT and we've kids use it in school 
and we have all these crazy things going on. But this stuff is actually going to be hugely important. I'll give you a very simple explanation. Like, so population is growing at about 200,000 a day globally. That's about the island of Ireland every month or the population of Germany every year. Now, all those people need to be fed. So if you want to create the same output, be that in agriculture or be that in manufacturing or be that in any other area, we're going to need tools to increase productivity. And that'll be all these tools that are developed by engineers. While looking ahead to new technologies, it was also interesting to hear about the different types of farming starting to emerge in Ireland. And one of those is hemp farming. Kate Carmody is a founding member of the Hemp Cooperative and grows the plant herself. Kate says more and more young farmers are diversifying. We're getting huge um, positive interaction because farmers want solutions to the problems. They know that their animals or their crops are causing a lot of emissions, but they'd like to counterbalance that. And you can do that with hemp and flax. You can lock up carbon. And then it produces a myriad of products. Is it difficult to get farmers to switch, to, to make that move? Farmers are embracing it. I'm quite amazed by the number of farmers that turn up on my doorstep. The only problem with hemp at the moment is it's stuck in policy at government level. And I know you're a cooperative, but for farmers listening who are considering, can it be profitable? It will be profitable when we have processing facilities in Ireland. Alternative crops, AI and the digitisation of the yard are all features we can expect on the tracks. But one key route to ensuring farming is passed on and on is love. One woman connecting those in search of like-minded partners is matchmaker Mairead Lockman from Love HQ Matchmaking. Farmers that come to me for matchmaking, they tend to come a little bit younger on average than people that might be, say, working in banking or construction or whatever because they're finding it very difficult to meet people. You know, if you're in rural Ireland and you kind of set your Tinder to 25 kilometres or something like that, the chances are you're only going to get a few matches. Some of those you might be, you know, dated before, your friend might have dated them, they might be related to you so the the options are limited for people living in rural Ireland for dating and when we talk about the future of farming how important is love and relationships in farmers minds when they're looking ahead it's very important really you know a lot of the farms in Ireland would have been passed down through generations and so for a lot of them they are kind of taking the baton to to continue the farming generation or the family kind of title within farming and therefore as a result they're kind of thinking to the future as well well one who am I going to spend my time with and who am I going to be in a relationship with but also who are they going to pass the farm on as well too so they do think ahead to who they'd like to meet who they'd like to marry who they'd like to have children with any tips or advice for lonely farmers listening in there I'd say the first thing is, you know, really make an effort. Like, I'm like here at the ploughing today talking to farmers. I did a bit of matchmaking there earlier. And I just think, you know, maybe push yourself a little bit outside your comfort zone. And that's good advice there. That report from Josh Crosby at the National Ploughing Championships. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.